0: Deep inside of us, we have a longing for intimacy and for adventure. The intimacy that our heart truly longs for, and and sometimes we don't always recognize where that longing comes from, and so here's where it is. The intimacy we long for is with a God who loved us before we did anything even in the ballpark of deserving it. A God who spoke our very lives into existence, who knows us, who knows every hair on our head or our chin, and a God that loves us anyway, loves us extravagantly. And He can be trusted to walk with us every step of the way. But to truly experience this place of intimacy, There's a few things that we have to yield to. That we have to grab a hold of. That we have to walk in. Love, trust, and obedience. So check this out. We can't say to God, God, I love you. I just don't trust you right now. And I'm not going to obey you right now. If we do that, I'm just letting you guys know we don't love God because he tells us in his word how to love him. He lays it out there for us. He says, he says, if you love me, you will do as I say. Why? Because you trust me. That's why he says that. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Why? Because we trust him that his ways are better than our ways. It has to be. They're, they're linked. Now, intimacy is kind of a tricky word. I think women resonate with that word. I think most men are like, next topic, Harper. Let's go to the next thing. But intimacy is a closeness um, that just goes beyond mere affection. It's a closeness where you can be yourself and you know that what you're getting on the other end is truth. So you can take it to the bank. It's truth, it's reliable, it's good. So you can be intimate without saying a word. Or you can be intimate without, with, with, with sharing absolutely everything. Or you can be intimate just letting the Lord embrace you in his presence. Men, it is time that we embrace this word intimacy because it's a beautiful trait of God. Women, continue to, to lead us, if you will, in showing the power of this word. And as I mentioned before, we have a, a deep longing for intimacy and adventure. Men, we don't have any problem with this one. Adventure. That's what we desire. That's what we long for. Women, this is kind of the inverse of the last you know, words, intimacy, because um, some of y'all, look, like, no, 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 I want security. Adventure, you can have it. I want predictability. I want security. I want comfort but there is this longing for both inside of us the adventure we long to be a part of something bigger than ourselves that's the adventure we long for we want to be a part of something bigger than us we want to make an impact we want to be remembered. And as followers of Christ, we want God to be remembered. So here's the great thing. When we are saved and we trust our lives in God, we become a part of something bigger than us. Bigger than us as individuals. So I'm going to throw out a phrase and where you can find it. I'm going to fly through it If you if you want to find them later. Uh, I can send you my notes or I can send you those scriptures. So when we trust in Jesus, we go from, from an individual to something bigger. We become soldiers in an army. 2 Timothy 2, 3, and 4. We become priests in a priesthood. 1 Peter 2, 5, and then verse 9. We become members of a body. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. We become stones in a temple. Fit together. Ephesians two, nineteen through twenty two. We become citizens of a kingdom. Philippians three twenty. We become brothers and sisters in a family. First Timothy three fifteen and Galatians six ten. We become sheep in a flock. First Peter five, one through four, and these are just a handful. But did you notice something about this adventure? To be a part of something bigger than us, to be a part of this adventure, we have to sacrifice the driving ambition of individual accolades. Because this isn't a solo task. These things are achieved by being a part of a togetherness, and that makes it bigger than us. You see, in this adventure, there's no Indiana Jones. There's no Indiana Jones. He's flying solo. You know what it is? It's the Goonies. Okay? It's together. It's that ragtag group of adventurers. We're not John McClane. We're not Sarah Connor. Get down. We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. We're the Magnificent Seven. We're we're the assembled group. Bringing different strengths. Having different quirks. Having different traits. But when we come together, it serves a bigger purpose than the individual hero, than the individual action. So here's the bad news. This is bad news for, for some of us. If we don't play well with others, the Holy Spirit has a major character arc for you in this story. That'll be the end of the, the movie references. But I mean it. If you keep people at arm's length, you like to do things solo, you like to do things on your own, you don't want to bother anybody and you don't want to be bothered, you got a challenge ahead of you because that is not how the Lord does it. That is not, that's not what His plan is. His plan is team. It's always been team. That's all God knows is team. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one, Team. Romans 12:5 says this, so we though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. What it talks about our individuality is only to emphasize that we are a part of one another. Salvation that's an individual experience. You you can't save anyone else. You can't bring anyone else into your salvation. Salvation is an individual experience. And at the end of our walk, there will be a judgment. Every person will face a judgment, and again, they will face that as an individual. There are over 7,000 promises that we can lay a hold of in Scripture by faith. Promises for us as individuals. Because he loves us, because he sees us, because he knows us, because he, he wants intimacy, and he wants friendship, and he wants closeness. And so we can look to these promises and grab a hold of them. But if we're talking about being a part of the adventure, it is not done alone. And we're sitting there talking about pastors in need of this retreat. I'm just telling you right now, I've seen pastors burn out my whole life. Burn hot and then burn out. And I'm telling you the ones that burn out the quickest are the ones who are trying to fly solo. I don't need anybody. This is just me and God. That is bull. It is not just you and God. Your relationship is you and God. What we see in scripture, that you're part of a body. So it can't just be you and God. We must understand this spiritual truth. That not all biblical truth is about the individual. See, we read it. We read scripture and we go, oh, that's about me. He's speaking to me. That's about me. Not all biblical truth is about the individual. He wants us to think beyond ourselves. He wants us to think about the church. He wants us to think about the body. He wants us to think about our neighbor. He wants us to think about one another. Do a search one time and look up How many one another's are in the Bible? Pray for one another. Care for one another. Tend to one another. Pray for one another. Encourage one another. Encourage one another. Encourage one another. another. That one's in there a lot. When we're saved, we become a part of something bigger than us as individuals. And we're miserable Christians if we don't. There are miserable Christians. I just need you to know that. It's those who refuse to be a part of something bigger than themselves. It's those who refuse to connect with others. It's those who put themselves on an island and say, no, for whatever reason. Members of a body, stones in a temple, sheep in a flock. These truths, they come with blessings and they come with responsibilities. God's plan for us, for you, goes beyond us as individuals. These truths declare that God's intentions were always about something bigger than us. This is hard for some people to grasp because we love our individualism, we love our independence. We take it to extreme America. Especially us Americans. You guys, in some instance, I believe that our values are more American than they are Christian sometimes. We grab a hold of something and stand on it in truth, and we're like, Yeah, you know, Bible says, you know, independence. It's like, no, Ben Franklin said that. The total purpose of God is not merely for the individual. But it is to be realized in Christ and in his body, which is called the church. Ephesians 3, 8 through 11 says this, and, and I'll emphasize the part I really want you to hear. Ephesians 3, 8 through 11. To me, this is Paul speaking, to me, though I'm the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in god who created all things right here guys so that through the church the manifold wisdom of god might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places through The church, these things made known. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord. The church is the vehicle that God chose to get his word out because he cares about team. He cares about togetherness. The word for church that we use most often is ekklesia, and it means the gathering, the togetherness. It's through our togetherness that the world sees. So I, I'm going to just throw this out there. If you are a lone ranger and you're keeping people at arm's length, you don't represent, you don't represent what, what Christ gave his life for. You represent yourself because he gave his life for his bride, which is his church. He thought beyond himself. All right. Deep breaths. You guys take some deep breaths too. God put the church on display in the world to unveil his eternal purposes through it. So we have both an individual identity. I do, you do, we all do and we have a corporate identity but here's the problem if you only have an individual identity we're missing it to be established in our true identity every believer must know these three things you ready every believer to have our identity which is tied into intimacy, which is tied into adventure, we must know, number one, who Christ is. Number two, we must know who you are in Christ. And number three, who you are as his body, his church. One of the biggest things I I hear... As a pastor, I'm just trying to find my purpose. I'm just wanting to know what my purpose is. And more times than not, what I hear 97% of the time is very individualistic. What is my gift? What is my strength? What is my purpose? Very rarely does someone think, hey, I, I I need to know my purpose. And so I think there's connections I'm missing. There's links I'm missing. There's relationships I'm not developing or there's relationships that I have to heal, but I know my, my purpose is tied up in that, but I, I'm, just, I'm just crying out to the Lord what it is, but I know it includes His body, His church. You guys hear what I'm saying? We talked about intimacy before, and I'm letting you know right now, man, it is rare to have those awesome moments of intimacy if there's unforgiveness in our hearts. What's common If we have unforgiveness in our hearts, it's bitterness that separates you from his body. That's what's common. Bitterness, and that separates you, and you don't want to part, and you exclude yourself, and you hide away. Man, forgiveness is so beautiful. I forgive because I was forgiven. I forgive because it's about me and the one who forgave me, not about the one who hurt me. I make it about bigger. I make it about more than that because my unforgiveness will affect every relationship I have if I don't forgive somebody. So I make it about the one who forgave me so that I am free, so that I can have intimacy that is genuine, so I can be on the adventure untethered. At the forefront of knowing these three things, who Christ is, who you are in Christ, and who you are as his body, the church, at the forefront of those things is faith. At the forefront of being a part of something bigger than you is faith. Faith. Lord, I don't have it all figured out. Lord, there's so many things I don't understand. Lord God, I know this is bigger than me. But I trust you. Faith. South African writer and pastor and teacher Andrew Murray said this. Faith is confessed helplessness, casting itself on God and his promises. Confessed helplessness. Lord, I'm helpless without you. Lord, I'm helpless to forgive without you. But with you, you give me the strength and the healing and the vision and the hope and I can forgive freely. The, The nature of true biblical faith It has to do with the unseen. And it has to do with the future. Areas that we can't control. You can't control the future. You you might think you're pretty good at guiding it, but you can't control it because of the unknown. It is confidence. Faith is confidence in what we don't do confidence in God who we don't see is confidence in his promises which we don't see that's what faith is confidence in the unseen not in what we do see what, what is it we do see we see circumstances right we see people right we see things we see stuff we even see feelings because they come out oh yeah I see that feeling Why do we put our confidence in things we see? Why why do we put faith in things we see? The things we see are temporal. Faith. Faith. The outcome of faith puts a smile on the face of God. It pleases him. Faith pleases him. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says this. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works so that no one can boast. So what's the gift of God? And no, what, what is it that's been given by God? Salvation and faith. Because we are saved by faith. Both those things are gifts of God. Both those things are not of our doing. But yet we still, we try and make faith a part of our doing. No man may be able to boast, but God can. And God does. He boasts about us. He raves about us. Our faith pleases Him. He testifies to His children. He raves about His children. You guys, we need to we need to hear it, even if it's in our imagination. We need to hear the Lord going at a boy, good job, Hawk. At a boy. At a girl. Way to go, Jill. At a girl. We need to hear him boast on us. What did he say to Satan about Job? He said, "Have you observed my servant Job raving about Job, boasting about Job?" He boasts in us. Because he sees the faith. And not like this well-polished, perfect, big, shield-like, monolithic sculpture of faith. But the mustard seed of faith that we allow to be planted so that it will grow into something bigger. He's like... And he raves about us. We need to listen for it. If we're not hearing God rave about us, We need to ask the Lord to give us ears to hear. So here's what's pretty great. God is looking for faith, not perfection. He's looking for faith, not perfection. And that's really good news at those of us who worship at the altar of doing it perfectly. Those of us who worship at the altar of doing the right thing, which brings about a form of legalism. That we make it about us. He's like, no, no, no. I'm not looking for perfection. I'm looking for faith. I'm looking for you to trust me. I'm looking for us to do this together. You guys, it sounds so right. It sounds so good. Like doing the job perfectly. I mean, it sounds great. You know, working so hard to attain this it sounds wonderful but where's God in that equation yeah I'll have a uh, order of of Mark Harper uh, with a side of God hold the hold the onions hold the Holy Spirit hold the hold the obedience You guys, it doesn't work with a hint of God. It doesn't work with a pinch of God. We make him our life. And I'm telling you right now, in making him our life, we're called to do it together. It's better together. Why do you think we have events? Why do you think we have a fire pit chat? It's because our togetherness, we're strong. In our togetherness, dudes, we grow in friendship. In our togetherness, we get to practice our giftings. I mean, this, there's not five people, there's not five people in the world that I would want to pray for me more than Hawk. There's not five guys that I would turn to before I would turn to Hawk. And this is a guy who told me, just don't ask me to pray. Just don't ask me to pray. Yeah, pray out loud. Yeah. I'll help, I'll serve, I'll work. Just don't ask me to pray. And I'm telling you right now, because he grew in that. Like when I need prayer, like when I'm, when I go to the Lord and I'm like, no, I'm still feeling as weak as can be. That's one of the guys I call. That's the truth. And, but, but it didn't come overnight. It came through our togetherness and it came through him making the sacrifice, sacrificially giving of himself to pray out loud when he wasn't comfortable we're called to be generous and we're called to be sacrificial givers. The first time he prayed out loud it was a sacrifice. Right? Hebrews 11:6 says this, but without faith, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I love that God is pleased in our faith. And that our faith faith isn't necessarily this polished thing. But it's this thing that's intentional. Lord, I choose to trust you. Lord, I don't understand, but I believe you. Lord, I don't like it, but I'm going to obey you you lord my heart is struggling with this but i'm going to forgive lord i know i love you and i'm struggling with trust so lord i place my trust in you do what you will my life is yours my heart is yours my hurt is yours my future is yours my past is yours that obstacle is yours guys, as you reflect on this message today, thank God that despite your ups and downs, despite our inconsistencies, that we can walk by faith today because he is ever faithful. He is ever true. And he rewards those who seek him. He rewards those who seek Him. Lord, I don't have the answer. Lord, I'm struggling through this. Lord, I don't even think I have the right words. I feel like there's supposed to be something I'm supposed to be praying, and and I don't have it. So, Lord, I just say, help. Jesus, help. Lord, teach me. Lord, I, I yield to You. Lord, I surrender. I invite You in. He wants you to be soldiers in His army. That means it's a togetherness. He wants you to be priests in his priesthood. What an honor. Togetherness. He wants you to be members of his body. We are members of his body, the body of Christ. And there's not an insignificant part of the body. He wants you to be a stone in his temple. Fit together with other stones. piece together with other stones. A little bit of mud slapped on you, top and bottom. So more stones can be fitted with you. Citizens of a kingdom, brothers and sisters in a family. Brothers and sisters. Sheep in a flock led by the good shepherd. Should we hold on to the individual promises of God? God. Absolutely, of course, absolutely. In God's faithfulness, we can learn so much about who Christ is. We have to know who Christ is. Before we move on to anything else, we need to know who Jesus is. And to experience the beauty of intimacy, intimacy with God, we come to Him as an individual. And again, we gain understanding of who Christ is by coming to him just as one. But You know what's amazing? We can also experience intimacy in a, in a packed house full of people. We don't have to be alone to experience intimacy. We, we do that every week when we gather in worship. We experience his intimacy with someone on either side of us, with a, with a packed room, church, stadium, whatever. That's the beauty of intimacy with God. It doesn't have to be alone on some mountaintop somewhere, which are, I love that too. But togetherness. And in that place, we learn a bit more about who you are in Christ. You know who I am in Christ? I'm not alone. You know who I am in Christ? I, I'm one of many he's brought together. I'm stronger because I'm part of a body. I'm not not a dangling part of simple. I'm not a cut off part of the body. Do you want the great adventure? Do you want to be a part of something bigger than yourself? Then you absolutely have to be connected to the body. Period. Period. mentioned it earlier. You have to be
1: be established
0: in our true identity. Every one of us must know who Christ is, who you are in Christ, and who you are as his body, the church. So if you don't know those things, just open up dialogue and start talking to the Lord. Lord, I want to know you more. Lord, I need to know who you are truly. Lord, I need to know who I am in you. I need to know that, Lord. Not just who I am, who I am in you tell you some things you are in him forgiven, redeemed, purchased loved so God is doing some pretty incredible things at Impact Rock Church we're in a, we're in a really cool season you guys we're in a great season whatever the funkiness of, of COVID and that jacked up season was it's gone, it's gone It's over. Like, this is a new season. God is doing some new things. God has brought in some new people, some new families, some new individuals. It's a a good thing that's taking place. And we are needed. You are needed. We learn the coolest things about God through one another. So, um, you can tell he's been here for a while because I'm... You know, I'm comfortable enough calling him out. You know, Drake. Karen and I were talking about Drake. Like, man, I need to get to know that guy. Because I look at his boys, and I see how confident, like, especially Bradley, because Bradley was in the preschool. I see how confident Bradley is to, like, bust chops and be funny and have inside jokes. And, you know, and, and he'll look at me and go, I'm watching you, Pastor Mark. I'm watching you. And, like, it just makes me laugh. And I'm like, man, the confidence that that boy has Imagine the parenting he's getting The love he's getting that confidence is being built That he's able to just thrive In that big personality of his So I'm like man I, I want to get to know them Better That's really cool And I could go around the room With each one of us We're supposed to be united And it really helps us to be a resource For other people Hey that's not my gift but you know whose gift it is Elaine's so let me connect you with Elaine. You, you want to pray with Elaine over this. Togetherness. Do you guys realize like, ex- what took place exactly one year ago? Like to the day. Exactly one year ago, May 21st, 2022, was the Erie Town Fair where we announced to the town that as a ministry of Impact Rock Church, we are starting a Christian preschool. A year ago, I looked back at pictures, and actually Euchre and I, one week before that, on the 14th, we started taking down, there was a wall in our classroom there. There was like a little classroom or office or storage area, like a junk storage, I don't know what it it was. You guys know what it was. And we started taking down that wall. That was a year and a week ago. Wednesday night, the preschool had their graduation ceremony. This place was packed, you guys. There were over 100 people, including the kids. And the kids stood up here, and they did the Pledge of Allegiance, and they did the the pledge to the the Christian flag, and they did the Pledge to the Bible, and they sang songs about Jesus, and it was amazing. Less than a year from the time... That we said okay we're starting a preschool how amazing is that you guys the life that's come from that has been remarkable and i'm not even just talking about like 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 families that have come i'm talking about the life in this church going look what we are doing for the king look what we are doing for our awesome god now what's the next idea that god's going to birth out of this place That we haven't even imagined yet We haven't put a single bit of effort towards But a year from now We're going to look back and rave and say Look what the Lord has done In a year Or in a month Man, faith is huge So um, Speaking of faith Um, This is the last Sunday uh, that the Kanye's family uh, will be with us. Um, Anthony, it's in his heart to to continue his Christian education. In fact, the Lord just started preparing his heart saying, hey, I have good things for you. What do you want from me? What is it that you really want from me? And his response to the Lord was, Lord, I want to continue my education in you. So they're moving to Redding, California I've never been to Redding But that's in Redding And it sure does look pretty Um, And Anthony is going to attend The Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry It's a two year program And He's doing it out of faith That he knows his God Is good And his father has good things for him And his father started stirring Saying hey I want to give good things to you And this is a step of faith like, they don't have a place yet. They don't have jobs yet. So, I, I, I don't know all the details. I'm assuming Christine's working full time. Anthony's going to school full time. And I don't know. You're working too, buddy. I'm, I'm just, you know, like, I'm just saying. Let Haley know too. She's getting a job too. Emma? Where's Emma? You got getting a good job. And so, they're, they're going to be moving. Um, and it's kind of scary. Kind of meaning, really, uh, because they they don't have the answer. It's not right in front of them. This is unseen. They don't see what exactly how everything is going to come together. But they're trusting the Lord and they're they're stepping out in faith. So, um, in a moment, we're gonna we're gonna pray for them. We're also we're gonna release them. Um, releasing is an interesting thing because it, it's you're like, oh no, why are we releasing? No, no, they're family. They're Releasing because there's things that God wants, and we've got to be hands off. We've got to be open-handed and say, "Lord, they are yours. They're not ours." And when we do this, I'm going to ask them to stand, and I'm going to ask anyone that is comfortable doing so to to surround them. And we're going to pray for them. We're going to bless them. Um, we love you guys. Um, we will miss you guys, but we're excited for you guys. And we don't know. We don't know what the Lord has in store. At the end of two years, who knows where he's gonna call you to. So when we release, we have no expectation of you returning to this place. Because you're not ours. You're his. And that's we have to trust the Lord in that. Can we can we surround them real quick if if there's someone that wants to just lay hands on them? Um and uh Andy and Kim. Um actually can we bring the kids in? Because we need we need We need the kids anyway. Whatever you said, I I say yes to. I don't know what you just said, said, but I say yes to Kim. Whatever Kim says, I give it a thumbs up. But yeah, we want Avery in here, and we want Emma, and we want Miss Kara. There we are. I love it. Okay, so you guys have to scoot away from the the platform because we're going to have to get people all the way around you. If we need to move chairs, let's move chairs. Anthony, do you know why you plan planning on being at the fire pit chat on Friday? You'll be there. Okay, so dudes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. Okay. Um, if somebody, after, after I pray, if someone else wants to pray, um, then just wave at me and I'll give you the mic. Let me slide in there. Uh, Lord, I love the way that you love this family and the way that you love Anthony and the way that you stirred in his heart Your generosity Lord You asked him What is it that's on your heart What is it you want from me Lord his response was to grow in you To gain knowledge in you To gain knowledge of of your word And ministry And Lord what an amazing response I thank you for the purity in that Lord I thank you that You asked him that Lord Because it's your intention to provide Lord provide new home new friends, new place, new church, new new everything, Lord, but you are faithful. So, Lord, we bless this family. We bless them in every way. Lord, we bless them with joy, with peace, with strength, and with freedom. Lord, we, we just release them to your purposes, Lord God. We release them, and we thank you, Lord, Lord, knowing that they've been with us, Lord, since... 2010, Lord, the year that we planted. So, Lord, we just release them to your purposes. And we thank you for all the wonderful seasons that we had together. And, Lord, we thank you that we've seen your faithfulness in the hard times for them. And, Lord, we've seen your faithfulness in the good times to them. You are ever faithful. You are ever true. Lord, I pray for courage to rise up right now. We encourage you. Courage be full and be big. And believe for the big, for the ridiculous. Because our God is big. And his name is above all. Jesus. Lord, we just pray for the kids. We pray for Haley and Ethan. For Emma and Avery. God, I know that change is hard. But I thank you that change can also be really good. And so I thank you that as you lead this family you will you already have plans for the kids you already have friends that are ready you already have schools and and activities and things that they're going to absolutely love in the times where it's hard and they miss their old friends and they miss their old schools god i thank you that you will comfort them and that you will be with them and lord i thank you that your word says that you go before us and that i thank you that you call the family together it's not just you're calling anthony or you're calling the parents and christine you're calling the whole family And God, I thank you that there are are treasures ahead. There are things ahead that you have for each one of them. So we just speak your peace. Holy Spirit, would you just comfort them and just guide them as you always do in Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you for the Candace family, Lord. We thank you for our time together, for the laughter, for the the good times, Lord, um, for their friendship, Father. I just thank you for that. Lord, and I just pray that um, as they step out in faith, uh, that you would meet them as you're faithful to do, Lord, that you would provide for every need, Lord, that your provision would be um, just abundant, Father, in in everything that they need. As Mark prayed in in a home, in church, in um, friendship, in all of the things that they need. Father, I just uh, pray your covering over them, Lord. I just pray that you would have them firmly in your grasp, As you lead them into
1: this next adventure in you, just pray blessing over them. It's not too often that I'm speechless, Anthony. You guys were one of the first families that Dev and I were able to truly connect with and be able to call friends. And Mark's speech, whatever you want to call it, on releasing, hit me very strong because when we met about this, I was excited for you. And when you told me, God wants you to believe for the ridiculous, it was amazing. But then I made it about me. And I'm like, but I don't want to lose my consciousness. <laughs> and so what Mark just said is so awesome is that we're not, and you're not losing us. We're a part of the body together. No matter where you are, no matter where I am, I'm a text away. I will always pray with you, pray for you. There's been so many times that my biggest struggle has been hearing from the Lord. Let me tell you, on those days when you would just walk over and start praying over me, I knew I was hearing from the Lord because of you and your faithfulness. And what you guys are doing now is amazing. So I just want you to know how much you've touched people in this church. Every life that you've touched, every kid that you've touched, every pastor that you have ministered to and touched told Christine earlier, I wore this very specific shirt because of something she prophesied over me years ago. I think it was at our setting in ceremony about being a knight for the Lord and being a protector. I still try to live up to that. You're one of the most prophetic people we've ever met and you have a gifting that is so amazing and you're never afraid to share it. Bring that with you. Don't leave that here. Mark said it. You're God's. You're not ours. That's something that you need to continue to share forever. So I know this is more than a prayer, but we love you. We honor you for who you have been in our lives and who you're going to be moving forward. This is just the beginning. God has so many things for you guys, and it's going to be awesome. I know it's scary but believe for the ridiculous and enjoy the ride because God's got some awesome things for you. So, Lord, we just thank you for this couple. We thank you for the way that they've touched each and every one of us, Lord. Our loss is the rest of this world's gain. And even our loss truly isn't a loss because they're always a text, a phone call, an email, a Facebook post away. So don't dwell on the losses. Look forward to what you've got coming. So, Lord, you have so many things for them. We just ask that you provide for them. You bless them. Lord, just encourage them. Just be with them. We know you will be, but let them know you're there in the times of struggle, in the times of hardship. And, Lord, we ask that you use this to bring not only the relationship closer to you, but to each other. Lord, strengthen this family. Bring this love even more together on forever so somebody take this from me
2: Christine you are a daughter of a king you are a daughter of a king and you have fought and you have asked God to fight for you and you have fallen into his arms and you have accepted his help and his healing I'm so proud of you so proud of holding that light God's light in front of you and and never giving up and as you move forward I want you to know that you are a child of God a precious child of God he loves you and your family so much and he is so proud of you and all the challenges that you have faced up to this very moment equipping you for a time such as this and I know that you have everything that you need I know that you have learned many things and I know that you will take that with you and you will use that to help others and I know that is in your heart and I know that that's what's gonna happen so I don't want you to be afraid I want you to continue to throw yourself into his arms trust the healing that you have now and know that it will carry you forward Jesus name
1: Jesus
0: we love y'all we are praying with you and we are here for you and their goal is to to be in California next month so uh, at least for the short time you've got time if you want to grab lunch with them grab a lunch with them if you want to grab a coffee with them you know you got that windows closing but still do it come to a fire pit chat that's right all right let's make sure after the service we're loving on them but i'm going to close this out uh in the service uh, officially but let's just make sure we're loving on them the whole time um, i pray this blessing the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord turn his face towards you and give you peace love y'all